Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Lord, we're so thankful. Thankful for all that you've done. Jesus, you're our Savior. You are our Lord. You died on the cross for us. You gave your life. And now we live. We're alive in you. The same spirit that rose you from the dead. The Holy Spirit. He's also raised us up. And we live in you. We're alive in Christ. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you for the gift. The gift of eternal life. We are forgiven. We've been cleansed. You redeemed us. You shed your blood. And we're alive in you. We celebrate you, Jesus. We rejoice today. Because we've been raised up. We've been made to sit with you. In heavenly places. Father, we thank you that we are above only. Not beneath. We are above. We rule and reign with Christ. Father, we give you all the glory for us. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for this time. We welcome you, Father. Thank you for your presence. Have your way in this place. Thank you for touching our lives. Thank you for changing us. Help us to be more like Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. Mahima, Mahima, Mahima. Oh Lord, we thank you for your presence. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can take your seats. Tell your neighbor that you love them. It's good to see everyone. Jameson. We missed you all. Glad to be back. <coughs> we get to visit different places, but there's no place like home. And we really love to be here. And we love to worship with you all. So it's good to be back. And, uh, while we were away, I know. You were praying for us, so Ani, thank you for that. We had a blessed time. Got to see some friends. See my family. So my mom got like, I don't know, four days with her grandchildren. But that's, that's four days for the whole year. So that, that was important for the kids and for her. So praise God. And I also want to thank everyone who stepped up while we were away and did some different things maybe that you don't usually do. You know, whether we're here or not, the, the plan of God just continues. And so we thank God for all the team members here that keep everything moving. God's doing good things. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. And we're working together with him. And with each other. <coughs> so that God's perfect will can be done. Well, I just have something simple to share with you today. And that, that is the importance of God's word. I just had one thing in my notes for August. I wrote some things down back in January. And the only thing I had for August really was just the Bible. The Bible. Everybody have one? <coughs> Mahindra, do you have a Bible? Whose Bible is that, Mahindra? Is that your Bible? Is it? I thought you didn't have a Bible. I'm going to give you this one, so you have two. <laughs> I'll give it to you after service. Lift up your, your Bibles. This is your Bible. Amen. Amen. And we're just going to talk about the Word of God today. Are you thankful for the Bible? Amen. Amen. You know, without this book, we would have no real record of God's thoughts. We would have no record of His ways. And so we read that this is a lamp, it is a light. It's a light to our path. It's a lamp to our feet. And we will never get beyond the word of God. You know, this is the source of our revelation. This is how God speaks. And I always appreciate the fact that the Bible looks just like a mouth. It's just like a mouth. And, and it is how God speaks. I know people want to hear from God. And if, if you want to hear from God, is open the book. And you'll hear, God, you'll hear God speak to you. He'll share his heart with you. And he'll do that through the words recorded here. So we must give the word of God the right place in our lives. You know, in my house, every morning, it's the same question. Joshua, Joshua Mahima, Mahima, did you read your Bible? Did you pray? It's always the same. Did you read your Bible? Did you pray? And usually they have. Sometimes they're in a hurry. Sometimes they're doing something else. But we always have to tell them. Look, you need to go read your Bible. That's how we start our day. We give God first place. And that means giving his word first place. And this morning Joshua was asking me. Yeah. Why is the Bible like all letters written to churches? Because he made it to Thessalonians. But all those books, they're all letters. Written, written to the churches. Written to God's people. And that's how our Bible is made up. Much of it is in letter form. That makes it very personal. You know, when somebody writes you a letter, it, it, it has something to do with you. Right? Nobody wrote you a letter and then it was the subject was something that made no sense to you. Now, before 
My wife and I got married. Ani mero patni ra mo vivaha garna banda agi. You know, I wrote her a few letters. Ani maile usle chitti leke. And she was supposed to open them on certain days. Ani usle se tio chitti chay kunei vishesh tarik ma kholna pardiyo. I wrote her a letter. One was for maybe her birthday. Ani euta chitti chay ausko janam din ko lagi dio. One was probably Valentine's Day. Ani orko chitti chay Valentine's Day ko lagi dio. What was the other day? Do you remember? Today. One was for the day she got it. I sent that. I sent those in Rupak's hand. And I have a feeling Rupak read all those letters. And then I found out later. She didn't wait for the day. She read all those letters that moment. And they were for her. They were personal. And the Bible is just the same. And the Bible is It's for you. It's personal. And you, you can be just as excited. Man, I want to read it now. I want to read it all. I want to know what God has said. And nothing's more important for our spiritual life. This is the word of God. And it is exalted. It's forever settled in heaven. The Bible says the flower fades and all this stuff passes away, but the word of God endures forever. And it's alive. Full of power. It is the living word of God. Inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so you need the Holy Spirit's help to understand it. Don't just, don't just read the Bible quickly. But you need to take time. You need to ask the Holy Ghost. Teach me. Speak to me. Help me to understand. Ask the Holy Spirit to actually reveal what God is saying. Ask Him to help you. So that you can apply it to your life. And, and that's the true power of the book. Is that you can apply it to your life. And what does that mean? That means that you do it. You become a doer of the word. And as soon as I start doing it, it starts working in my life. Amen. Amen. This is the book of every child of God. And this book will cause you to rise up in life. It, it, it is a book for kings. It's fit for a king. Amen. Amen. Any kings, any queens? Look, we are we are gonna rule and reign with Christ. We are royalty. So that's who you are. You're royalty. And, and this is a book fit for a king. Amen. Amen. We're going to look in two places. Acts chapter 13. And also Deuteronomy chapter 17. Deuteronomy chapter 17. Okay, so just, you know, those two places will look back and forth a little bit. Acts chapter 13 and Deuteronomy chapter 17. So you'll just have to look in your Bibles. There's nothing on the screens today. We'll start in Acts chapter 13. Verse 21. It says that the people craved for a king 
So God gave them one from the tribe of Benjamin, Saul, the son of Kish, who ruled for 40 years. Is that from Deuteronomy? Nope, that's from Acts. Oh, chapter 13, verse 21. Oh, you need to, yeah, be in both places. Okay, many of you know the story. Israel came out of Egypt. They went into the promised land. For a while they just had prophets. Like, like Moses and Joshua. Then, then God began to raise up judges like Gideon like, uh, I think what what's, what is one of the ladies Naomi, Ruth or somebody I don't know I'm not Deborah. Deborah she was one of the judges so you need to have a woman that knows the word of God she'll keep you straight so there was these judges. What were some other judges? Samson was a judge. And uh, then, then God gave him kings. It says they craved for a king. Israel wanted to be like the other nations. Okay, actually God wanted to be their king. But they wanted a person to rule them. And so what's going to make a good king? That's what we're going to look at. Now in Acts, I'm reading from a translation called Passion, the Passion Translation. So it's going to be a little different maybe than what you have. And that's, that's one cool thing about the Bible. You've got something called the King James. Then you got the New King James. And you, there's a few different Nepali translations. You've got the New International Version. American Standard Version. American Standard Version. You've got the Amplified Bible. And the Amplified Bible. The Living Bible. Living Bible. You've got the 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 literal Young's translation. You got so many translations. And if we've why? Because it's alive. Man, people keep reading it. They read from the Greek, they read from the Hebrew. And it, it's a living word. So there, there's a new way to say it. There's a new way to translate it. And all these translations, they are all saying the same thing. But just a little different way. You get a little, little different vision, a little different glimpse into the heart of God. So you should read a lot of translations. I got lots. Read all the different ones that you can. Amen. Amen. So God gives gives him a king. We read it. Saul, the son of Kish, and he ruled for forty years. Now stay in Acts 13, but look in Deuteronomy chapter 17. Verse 14. God said, You're about to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you take it over and settle there, you might think we should select a king to rule over us like the other nations around us. So, and, and that's exactly what happened. 
They entered the land. They wanted a king. And so God raised up Saul. And they had a king. And Saul started out a certain way. But his end was not like his beginning. He, he started anointed to do the job. But because of his own heart. Because of his own choices. He ended in devastation. After Saul came David. Now what we're reading in Deuteronomy. God's going to give his people some guidelines. What makes, what makes a good king? And so I want to look at it with you. Verse 15. God says, if this happens, be sure to select as king the man the Lord your God chooses. You must appoint a, a fellow Israelite. You may not uh, he may not be a foreigner. Okay, so God's going to specify the right king. And that's, that's what he did in Saul. And that's what he did in raising up David. These were the ones God chose. Now just because God chooses somebody. That, that doesn't guarantee that that person is going to succeed. Saul did not succeed. He was chosen. He, he, he began anointed. He was the one God chose. But that didn't guarantee his success. And it's true with any of us. You need to know God chose you. You're here because God chose you. You're part of God's family. You're part of his body. You're a, a member of his church. And that's God's choice. He has anointed you. He has called you. And that's wonderful. But that alone doesn't guarantee anything in your life. The only thing that's guaranteed is this. God loves you. That's guaranteed. No matter what you do, no matter what you don't do, God loves you. I can guarantee that. Okay, but your success depends on choices you make. It would, it would be true, true with every king that God raised up. And it's true for every one of us. So God is very specific in who he chooses. And then verse 16. This is Deuteronomy 17. Says the king must not build up a large stable of horses for himself or send his people to Egypt to buy horses. For the Lord has told you, you must never return to Egypt. These are just the guidelines. To be the right kind of king. To, to finish strong. 
परीक्षित <laughs> 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 
महिमा या घमन अनि सत्र पदले भन्दछ धेरै स्वास्नीहरु नराख्नु भनेर सो दैट्स द सेकेन्ड जी इज गर्ल्स अनि त्यो चाहिँ अर्को जी गर्ल्स केटीहरु और फर द गर्ल्स इट बी गाइस अनि केटीहरु पनि गाइस हो राइट यू जस्ट नीड वन तपाईलाई खाली एउटाको मात्र खाँचो छ वन इज एनफ एउटा काफी छ एन्ड यू वेट फर गॉड टु गिव यू वन अनि यदि छै एउटा छैन भने पनि परमेश्वरमा भरोसा गर्नुस् तपाईलाई एउटा दिनको लागि बट गॉड हैड टु टेल द किंग लुक डोन्ट टेक मेनी वाइफ अनि तर परमेश्वरले राजालाई भन्न पर्यो धेरै स्वास्नीहरु नराख एन्ड इफ गॉड कुड आई एम श्योर ही वुड कम डाउन एन्ड स्लैप द किंग्स दैट टुक मेनी वाइफ्स एन्ड से व्हाट वाज रॉंग विथ यू अनि सायद परमेश्वरले यदि गर्न सक्नु हो भने उहाँले तल ओर्ली आएर झापड लाउनु हुन्थ्यो जीवन बटरफ्लाई ऑन द इनसाइड यंग पीपल अनि तपाईलाई एकदमै के भन्छ अर्के महसुस भएर जान्छ या अर्के महसुस यु फील समथिंग यु फील इट अनि तपाईलाई महसुस हुन्छ एन्ड दैट फीलिंग इज पावरफुल मैन अनि त्यो महसुस चाहिँ कोइबला शक्तिशाली हुन्छ राइट लाइक सम पीपल टॉट देयर किड्स इफ अ गाय टचेस यू ही इज गोइंग टू गेट लाइक इलेक्ट्रिक शॉक व्हेन ही टचेस यू कति जना मान्छेले आफ्नो नानीहरूलाई सिकाउँछ छोरीहरूलाई कोही केटाले छुए भने इलेक्ट्रिक आउँछ भने आई डोन्ट नो अबाउट द इलेक्ट्रिक शॉक बट देयर इज सम फीलिंग अनि इलेक्ट्रिक शॉकको बारेमा त मलाई थाहा छैन तर केही भावनाहरू हुन्छ दैट फीलिंग अनि त्यो भावना दैट्स एनफ टु टर्न अ यंग मैन्स हार्ट टर्न अ यंग लेडीज हार्ट अवे फ्रॉम द लॉर्ड अनि त्यो एउटा भावना पनि काफी छ परमेश्वरको छोरा छोरी परमेश्वर Finally, he ends with wealth, silver, and gold in in verse seventeen. अनि सत्र पद्मा ने वाले बनो उनसे कि सुन चांदी को थप्रो न लगाऊं। And that's the other G, the gold. अनि त्यों चे और को G हो gold. You've got the, those three, the glory, the girls, and the gold. अनि glory, girls, र gold तीन ता G. And if we don't guard our hearts in those three areas. अनि ये दियो तीन ता क्षेत्र मा हाँ मिले आपनो हृदय ले सुरक्षित रखेनो बने. Think about this. सोचनो से इसको बारे. It's the same three things that ruin every. Every person, every Ani, person that's ever been ruined, it was Ani, one of those three. Ani yedi kune pani pormeshko nani baraliye ko thaw bane yo tin tamat de euta jile kam gare ko karan. Or maybe a combination of one and two, all three of them, but that it's it's always the same. Ya tin tamise ko karan. It's always the same. Tare yo sonday samasya chhi same asa. The devil doesn't have any new tricks. Ani saitan ko ma noya tricks hai chhai na. It's the same old tricks. Ani tesko tricks purano ko purane chhai. The same old temptation. Ani purano purane pariksha ru chhai tesko ma. It's all the same. Ani sabai purane chhai. And you're not extra tempted. Ani tapai chhai esto vyakti hunu na jasle chhai ekdamai beshi pariksha huncha. You know, some people thought like they were extra tempted. Ani, I just I couldn't I couldn't control myself अनि कति जनाले सोच्छ म चाहिँ सबैभन्दा ज्यादा परीक्षित हुन्छु म आफुलाई नियन्त्रण राख्न सक्दिन No that's not true हैन त्यो साँचो होइन Nobody's that tempted where they just the devil made me do it अनि शैतानले मलाई यस्तो गर्ने वाला बनायो परीक्षित बनाए शैतानले भन्छ हैन त्यसले गर्दा The devil doesn't make anybody do anything अनि शैतानले कसैलाई कुनै पनि कुरा जोड जबरजस्ती गर्ने वाला बनाउँदैन But we're tempted because of those desires that are in our flesh अनि हामी परीक्षित बन्दछौ किन हाम्रै आफ्नो अभिलाषा विजय प्राप्त कर सहायता
And God has given us a tool. And we're getting back to this. this. This is how God will help you to overcome. So look, look what God says. God tells us what not to do. Don't go after the glory, the girls, or the gold. Okay, don't do that. But then he tells us what to do. It's not enough just to know what not to do. You know, a lot of people they know what's wrong. They know what's wrong. But they do it anyway. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Right, that we know what's wrong. We know what's good, what's evil. It's you know, it's not rocket science. Yeah, you don't have to be a doctor or an engineer to know these things. But it's not enough just to know what's wrong. You need to pursue what's right. You need to know what God wants you to do. And if I get busy doing what God wants me to do, and I don't have time or interest for other things. Amen. Amen. So, this is what you must do. Verse 18 says, when he sits on the throne is king. Anybody have a throne at home? Come on. You, everybody's got a throne, right? I mean, even if it's a mura, that can be your throne. <laughs> Right? Just get yourself a throne. And that's your place of ruling and reigning. I'm sitting on my throne. Okay? What do you do there? Look, God said he must copy for himself this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priest. This is what every king was supposed to do. They were supposed to sit on their throne and write the word of God for themselves. my own record. Now whatever the law that was communicated to them might have been the fi first five books of the Bible. Not exactly sure. Okay, but they, they had to make their own record. I mean, Think about it. People have hard enough time just reading the Bible. God didn't want any, the king just to read the Bible. He said, yeah, you're going to have to read it, then you're going to have to write it and make your own Bible. You know, the king wasn't supposed to go to the beautiful bookstore and buy a Bible. But he was supposed to write his own Bible. Why? So that he knew this is personal. This is God's word to me. I'm writing it. And, and so, I mean, that would be a pretty special possession. And, and look what it says in verse 19. He must always keep that copy with him and read it daily as long as he lives. 
विधि पालन करना नक्कल को पुस्तक रहोस् उसले उसने जीवन भरी त्यो जीवन भर हर दिन पढ़ना जीवन भर हर दिन पढ़ाई जीवन भरी परम प्रभु परमेश्वर को डर सोचनाइटिंग जीवन परिवर्तन That's what causes you to not only start but to finish the race. यो कुराले चाहिँ तपाईलाई सुरुवात मात्र गर्ने वाला हैन तर तपाईको जीवनको अन्त पनि असल प्रकारले गर्ने वाला बनाउँदछ। This is what guarantees your success. अनि यो कुराले तपाईको सफलताको ग्यारेन्टी दिन्छ। God told Joshua. परमेश्वरले यहोसुलाई भन्नुभयो that he should meditate on it day and night. कि उसले व्यवस्थाको पुस्तकमा रात दिन ध्यान गर्नु। And if he did, if he did that if he did If he read it and did it, and यदि यासुले रात दिन ध्यान करियो बने, then he would make his way prosperous and God would give him good success. अनि उसले अपनो मार्ग संपन्न बनाने से अनि परमिशनले सफलता उसलाई दिनो ने था. Amen. Amen. So the secret to success. अनि सफलता को रहस्य. Is when you do what God said in His word to do. अनि त्योसे तब उनसे जब तब पहले परमिशन को बच्चन में लेखिए को कुराला गोनुंसा. Look at verse twenty. एक बीस पदा है नोस. It says this regular. Reading, I love the way it says this in the New Living Translation. This regular reading will prevent him from becoming proud and acting as if he's above his fellow citizens. It will also prevent him from turning away from these commands in the smallest way, and, and it will ensure that he and his descendants will reign for many generations in Israel. रोक्ने Prevention is better than cure. तो आपने सब लोग सुनने वाको चाला है, prevention से cure बन रहा हम रो बने रहा. Don't wait until it's too late. अनि डीलो उन्जल ना परखिनोस. You know, don't wait until some tragedy and then oh, but I better do something. अनि कुने कुरा एकदम ही नराम रो कुरा उन्ना उन्जल ना परखिनोस. मैं देखीन पल्ला ना थालनोस. If you'll do the daily परमेश्वर को वचन 
You, you begin to recognize where you are falling short. Right? And it keeps you humble. Because we realize, man, I'm not doing that quite the way I should. I need help. help so it'll prevent pride. It'll prevent you from turning away even the smallest details. And it will guarantee not only success in your life but for the next generation. What does that mean to me as a parent? If I give God's word first place in my life, my children are going to be blessed because of it. They're going to enjoy the blessing because of my decision. Amen. Amen. So those are the guidelines. God tells us what not to do. And he tells us what to do so that we don't do what we shouldn't do. Daily, daily time in the word of God. Now let's go back to Acts 13. we'll close with one more verse. We read about Saul in verse 21. And Last week at my home church, I shared from verse 22 here. So this was still fresh in my heart. But notice now King David. Okay. God removed Saul and raised up David to be king. This is what God said about David. Now it's important to just note something here. That God has something to say. He has an opinion. And he has something to say about me. About you. And that's more important even than what you say about yourself. And it's a lot more important than what anybody else says about you. What does God say about me? Amen. Amen. That's a good question. And I need to interest myself. I need to ask the Lord. What does he see? What does he say? Okay, and you'll you'll learn. Many of you already know. He has nice things to say. And he has sometimes harsh things to say. God's not just up in heaven with all, you know, flowery words all the time. Right? He disciplines those he loves. So he will correct us also. Amen. Amen. When's the last time God corrected you? Uh, you know, it's easy to feel like that correction is a, a, a it's a sign of God's disappointment. But more than God being disappointed, God loves you. That's why he corrects you. If God never corrected us, it just means that he's like one of those fathers that they call them absentee fathers. They're just 
never home, never there. Yeah, but he does love, so he does correct. This is what God said about David. I have found in David, son of Jesse, a man who always pursues my heart and will accomplish all that I have destined him to do. We know that David didn't always do what was right. But God said he always pursues my heart. He's a man after my heart. And because he pursues my heart, he will accomplish my will. He'll do all that I've destined him to do. If it can be true about David, it can be true about you. If you'll pursue God's heart, always, you will fulfill your destiny. You will accomplish God's will. And the next generation will be blessed too. It goes on and says in verse 23 that from David's lineage God brought Israel a savior just as he promised. So Jesus was connected to David. And because of David's heart for God, God was able to bring forth the Savior. Amen. And again, what makes a good king? If David was a good king, then he must have fulfilled some of those guidelines. If he was always pursuing God's heart, then he must have been a man of the word. He must have sat on his throne. Wrote his scroll. And took time every day. To read what he wrote. To get those words in his heart. Amen. That makes all the difference in our lives. Amen. Amen. Stand with me. Let's close in worship. And I encourage all of you. Make a make a decision today. A lot of you, I'm sure you already have that habit. Worship team can come. What what habit? Daily time in the Word of God. Nothing will make a bigger difference in your life than that, that daily time with God in His Word. So do that. And it's not boring. If, if your Bible's getting boring, then you're doing it wrong. Pray before you read. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And do, do like the kings were supposed to do and write something down. Get yourself a what do they call them? A diary. And write down what God speaks to you. If you'll do that, year after year after year, see, one day when I'm 80, I can look back and read what I wrote when I was 30, and that's going to be a blessing to me. Keep a record. Amen. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Let's, let's close in worship. Thank you, Holy Spirit.